Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. Welcome back to another Astro Alert this week. Okay, I am currently recording this episode as the moon and Venus just are beginning their beginning descent into Scorpio. I don't know about you, but it feels like Scorpio season. It's Sunday morning here in Philadelphia area, and... Every time, you know, Libra actually is the de- beginning the descent into darkness, you know, when we go into the fall equinox. However, I don't really feel the the darkness until we reach Scorpio season. It's just, there's just something with those Scorpio vibes. I'm like, let me just not tell anyone anything and be very secretive and hide out. I'm even going to wear a hat today when I go do something. I want to remind everyone to follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen, across the board, um, with one C. And on Twitter, it's an underscore. I would really focus, if you do want to follow me on social media, on TikTok. That's where really where a lot of fun stuff happens. I post daily astrology videos. Way, um, I mean, I do a lot, not way more content than this podcast episode. But as I'm out there living, experiencing these transits with myself, with my clients, with my family, I update them. Like, new things come to me about how these transits might play out. And those are always first on TikTok. And because TikTok's way better than Instagram with, like, getting yourself out there, I get a lot of comments on TikTok and a lot of fun comments like people are commenting about how this is showing up in their lives so definitely follow me on TikTok if you want a little bit more of a personal look into my life I would do Instagram or Facebook if you even care you know I just post a lot of funny videos of my children because they're kind of characters so this week we have eclipse season we're going to talk a little bit more about Venus and the sun moving into Scorpio the partial solar eclipse in um, Scorpio and don't worry this is going to be a good one uh, then we have Mars trine um, what else do we have oh yeah we have Jupiter moving back into Pisces Mercury trine Mars I'm gonna also give like a little bit of a horoscope for my um for my fixed rising signs because this is going to be happening um, this eclipse is going you guys are going to be feeling it the most it's happening in your angular houses. That's what we're going to talk about. But first of all, I want to talk about how last week's transit of Venus and the Sun square Pluto showed up in my life because I kind of have a little bit of a funny, crazy story and I definitely acted out a little bit. I, you know, I started a little trouble. I mean, it, you know, this person needed a little trouble to come their way, but, you know, I, I acted out a little bit and I wanted to share that with you. Last week also, you know, I had Mars um, retrograde right now, squaring my natal moon in the first house. So I want to add that. So there's just a lot. There's a lot happening. So last week, let me preface with this. A few weeks ago in my neighborhood, I live in a townhouse community. It got brought to my attention through my kids and the kids that all play together that there's a woman who is taking pictures or videos of them. So the mothers and I get together. Apparently, it's this one mom who doesn't ever let her kids out, nothing, and she thinks that our kids are a menace to the neighborhood. Meanwhile, they're all between 6 and 10. Yes, they're mostly boys, so they're loud and running around, but they're not on video games. It's appropriate times. It's whatever, and she's literally violating. My kids and their friends are freaked out, and she won't stop. You know, we've said some things to her. Nevertheless, when on Wednesday, when the sun was first in exact square with Venus and Venus representing her kids, the sun, you know, our daily life, 
I go to the bus stop and this woman, I've actually haven't seen this woman's face before her, the townhouse. It's weird. Like some of the townhouses face straight. And then like I'm facing that townhouse. So I see the back of them and it's just her balcony. So, you know, they're playing out there and all of a sudden, you know, there's a weird car parked at the bus stop. And then one of, when all the kids got onto the bus, one of the grandmothers said, that's the woman that keeps doing this. You know, we've asked her to stop, you know, some of the other mothers have asked her to stop. And so she comes down and she was taking pictures of our kids at the bus stop and videos apparently there's a whole drama I'm not going to get into it here about how she thinks that you know they're trying to sue the I don't know HOA people I couldn't you couldn't pay me enough to be on one of these book community boards but anyway you're not taking I'm done I'm done with this woman you're not taking pictures so I roll up to her I get my car and I said yo you better stop taking pictures and videos of my kids before I'm about to handle it myself. And she just starts taking a picture of my back of my car. So I get out and I said, look, lady, this is ridiculous, but she won't speak. She literally won't look at me, won't speak. I said, I'm going to call the cops. Like our kids are freaked out. These are little kids. She like picks up the phone and then just dials the police, I guess. And I was like, uh, all right. I mean, I'm telling you that I'm going to call the police on you, but I guess if you want to call on me, this is a weird little switch up. But they're like, she didn't have good good service. I don't know what happened or if she was faking it. I was like, look, I don't have time for you, but I'm telling you, you're not going to do this to my kids again. And you're messing with the wrong person. I get in my car. This is where I acted up a little bit, a little shadow self. And I caused a little neighborhood stirry. You know, I, we have an unofficial like Facebook group for our neighborhood. And I, I had taken pictures of her then. And I posted them and I was like, warning, this woman is taking videos of our children in the neighborhood and pictures for weeks now, not saying anything of our kids who are little kids just playing because for some reason she doesn't like it. And she thinks we're all too loud. That's what she said. We're too loud because she won't let her kids out and play. And that caused a little bit of a story and then she called the police and then you know I talked to the police and unfortunately I don't know if you know this but if kids are out you know I didn't get in trouble they were on my side but they're like look lady we can't do anything about this they were like um if a child is outside playing in an open public space even if it's in your front yard People are allowed to take photos and videos of your kids. That is actually not illegal. I don't know if anyone knows that. Now, I think there might be some laws with like posting stuff. However, if you are outside, if you're if your kids are at the park and some weird guy is out there filming or taking pictures of your kids, the cops can't do anything about it. Nothing. And I had no idea about that. The cop was like, look, this lady, I mean, he's like, you can build evidence if she starts following you. Like she purposely went to the, her kids don't get on our bus. They go to a totally different school. They don't go to public school. She's never been to the bus stop. It's away from her house, like a mile. And she was there taking pictures. Now, if that had continued, we could, um, you know, we could eventually maybe try harassment or something. But yes, yeah, so just an FYI out there, people, kids of our kids, doesn't matter how old they are, if they are out in an open space in public, if they're all running, walking, you are allowed to legally take videos or pictures of them. Just an FYI. So that is definitely, again, how that came up. Um, I, you know, this week it definitely showed me and it was fine. I actually took down the post because then I felt bad. I was creating drama. That's the shadow part, you know, creating chaos. I definitely put it in a really like sarcastic, like, oh, I'll pray for you type of way. 
And then, you know, I went to the chiropractor's new chiropractor and I had an attitude there too. And that's how that showed up this week. And I take it as moments of such like, all right, calm down, calm down, you know, get back to yourself, find out why you, why you feel cranky besides this transit, you know, and what is this transit revealing to you? Cause that's why this, these transits are happening, bringing things out or shadows. So it brought out the shadow of this woman and, and what was happening. And to the end though, it actually has settled down. She hasn't been outside. She hasn't bothered anyone. She realized, cause a lot of these other moms, I think were a little scared to approach her, but it has stopped for a little bit. So the, it brought out the shadows and sometimes with shadows, we have to, to, you know, come to a head with something for something to stop happening. So that's what happened. And and then with, you know, the sun, Venus, Pluto, it brings out my attitude. I can tell you that. That's for sure. But I said, how can I let this attitude go? How can I meet this with compassion and love? So a lot of the times I'm saying this because I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect spiritually. And I will often, you know, 30% of the time, if I'm in not a right mood and I'm not checking my mental or emotional states, I can very easily jump into um, past calling. I used to be a very angry kid. I was a fighter. I used to be that. And so these small inconveniences are a chance for me to rectify that behavior. So, you know, before maybe I would have caused, maybe 20 years ago, I would have caused way more of a story on social media, but instead I, I acted out a little bit and then I took it down, you know, uh, but she got the point. <laughs> so I would to share, you know, I like to share how these pop up. Um, last week was a deep cathartic feeling. Um, it was like a heavy, slow week, a slow week. And especially as um, Saturn was beginning to station direct, which is happening today. And if you want to know more about what we can expect, definitely check out um, last week's episode. And something I actually said on a TikTok video that really came to me, I want to share again about last week, we had this big Venus-Pluto dance. I'm sorry, Venus and Sun dance. And one of the things that this week revealed to you is where you're not in alignment with what you want. And what I mean by that, so many times we're like, I want love, I want peace, I want money, I want, um, and we're searching for those things in other people. But the truth is, we actually want it in ourselves and we need it in ourselves. That's why we are going to so many lengths to find it in someone else. And then what happens is, it blows up and never fully works or we end up seeing the lesson and end up or it's like fake at first and then it becomes real you know it's it's fake at first and then you see the realness of it because you cannot actually align with what you don't have inside of you so i'm asked ask yourself this after reflecting on this week if you want love if you really want to feel love from someone Am I love? Ask yourself that. Am I love? Am I actually am I actually putting that love vibration out there? If I want peace and I want peace in, with someone and I want someone who is peaceful, am I peace? Do I bring peace to people? Do I bring that calm energy to people? Um, if I want happiness, so I'm ser constantly searching for happiness in other people, happy friends, happy lovers, people who seem to enjoy life. I'm searching for that because I have a deficiency in it. I don't have it. So ask yourself, I'm searching for this for other people. Am I happy? Do I have happiness in me? Do I actually, am I actually vibrating on a happy level, happiness? So that is one of the things that last week really revealed to us. If I want something in someone else so bad, I'm craving it, I'm searching for it, I'm looking for it, I'm very sad when people keep ending up not having it, that's because you probably don't have it yourself. And what you need to be doing is focusing on yourself and figuring out how to get there. 
it's really hard. You know, we have this natural, you know, underlying energy where we're codependent with people and other humans just by our nature. Yet, um, so yet we, because of that in modern day, have associated with those people to providing us with the things that we actually need to be providing ourselves for to actually really have whole connections. I just want to, that's what I shared about on TikTok video talking because that really came to me as I was gaining those awarenesses in myself. All right. So again, that jumps into this. Let's jump into this partial solar eclipse in Scorpio. Now, this eclipse is happening on Tuesday and it's happening with Venus there. Venus is in conjunction with this eclipse. So this in Scorpio. So this is definitely where we're going to have some... Um, healing with relationships and coming back together with relationships um, and friendships, families. Remember, I like to stress when I say relationships, I always, I don't always mean romantic, you know, physical partnerships. I can, there's also many different levels. So all those, you know, relationships combined. This is a new moon on steroids. We have a solar eclipse. It is a new moon. So generally, and this new moon is actually, you know, we got Venus there. This is going to be a new positive um, new moon. And we had it back in, I think it was May 15th of 2021. We had the lunar eclipse in Scorpio, which was not good. So back then, something was taken away from you. There was a plot twist that you were not happy with. Something, maybe a sudden ending, a sudden turn. Um, and now again, we're coming back around six months later with the completion of that. Maybe you're getting back with that partner. Maybe you and your family are talking again. Maybe you and your sister healed that relationship and we are going to see that play out this week. So six months, a lot can change in six months. And so if you had think back to what was happening in May of May 15th, 2022, I'm sorry, it's 2022. I I don't think I said, I think I said 2021 earlier, 2022, these last six months, what played out for you and what ended there? What truths were you shown? What plot twists happened? What uncomfortable moments happened? How did you grow through that? Or what changes shifted happen and how are you coming together and healing? I think this is going to be a really good new moon for healing those painful things, the painful things from this past year, the painful emotions, history, deep. And again, having it in Scorpio, that deep water sign traditionally, you know, rolled by um, Mars until they found Pluto and then they gave Pluto that as well. So, so again, you have, you have Venus there and a new healing. So that's why I'm saying it's going to be really, really deep intense healing it could be coming a form of you talk to your ex-lover again and you guys are sitting in bed and you have this very full conversation deep flowing where you both are sharing your emotions openly or what you really want in life openly and that brings a lot of healing maybe you're just processing the truths of um the mother wound, the sister wound, the family wound, and now you're ready to move on because you've healed most of what you felt like you need to heal right now. I think this week is going to be a big week for um, people to gain some pretty fast and intense attachments or connections. You might also no longer feel defeated by your emotions. Um, Again, positive new beginnings around emotional healing. 
Um, New beginnings around emotional intimacy. Maybe the way this played out for you is you were really lacking intimacy, afraid of intimacy, you know, nervous about intimacy or craving or finding the wrong partners to really open up your intimacy with. And now you see how you need to heal that. Um, so this is what's happening for my fixed signs. Again, it's happening angular houses and angular houses are like the big parts of our life. You have the first house, which represents you, who you are, the beginning stages of your life, your soul. Um, and again, your personality and any planets in there represent that. We got the fourth house, which is our home, our foundation. It's the deepest part of the chart. Our family, you know, family secrets lie there. Property, movement. So it's like the foundation of our home and all of those beginnings. Then you got the seventh house, which is deep, is the house of marriage or also partnerships, those long-term partnerships, intimate relationships, as well as business partnerships. And then we got the 10th house, which is the house of our career, our life purpose, our path. It is the most public part, you know, our public image is up there. So you see what I'm saying? Those four spots pretty much explain the biggest topics of our life and, and the biggest purposes of our life. Now, so when I like to give these little horoscopes, when eclipse is happening, these fixed signs, um, because it's happening in a fixed sign, are going to be feeling it because those are, it's happening in those big house topics that affect our life more than the other ones in big ways. So Taurus risings, I feel this with a lot of um, love. This one's going to be big about relationships for you, self-love. Again, family, partnerships, intimacy, all of that. I actually know two Taurus Risings when the Scorpio, the lunar eclipse in May, when that happened, they actually broke up with their partner, like out of the blue. Because I remember that that was either, I guess it was opposite um, Uranus exactly, I think. Is that what? Yeah, back then I'm thinking because it was like a shocking out of the blue. Both these people had no idea. Like the one person, she was like, you know, maybe there were some things they've been together for almost a year, but like she wanted to marry him and love him. And all of a sudden he was like, yeah, you know what? Never mind. I'm done. And it was like very out of the blue sudden. And I've watched her go through a lot of healing. And I was just chatting with her a few days ago. And it's beautiful because I'm like, we're coming to this new eclipse. And she's done so much self-healing on who she is and what love is. And I'm excited for her to have that good beginning and again i knew someone else i'm not sure how they're doing now but they also had a sudden breakup so taurus risings this last six months was a lot about finding yourself love finding what you love finding who you love and and experiencing some hardships unfortunately with relationships so your love life is having a rebirth um and you and your partner might be coming back together in some way emotional healing new beginning around emotional intimacy trust the rainbow after the storm, the completion of one emotional cycle has happened and now you're ready to move forward, cleared out. So that's happening in your seventh house of Scorpio, uh, this Scorpio, Scorpio rising, your first house. First of all, I think some of you are going to get some really good news about your health with this. I really do. That just kept coming to me. So some good health stuff. Um, no longer feeling defeated by your emotions sharing your feelings, releasing some deep emotional connection, happiness breakthrough, finding new but powerful hobbies, and also like really having a strong self-love. Like, yeah, I am a sexy bitch. I look so good, you know? Um, 
this might even be good. You know, there's a lot around mass masturbation and manifestation. This would definitely be, be a big time um, or a big one for Scorpio risings to do that. Definitely suggest that. Now we got Aquarius rising. So this is happening in your 10th house. So I think rumors being cleared up. Um completing and then in beginning a new path in your career. So maybe it's finishing up this last month and, you know, next week or the week after you're going to be beginning it very soon. Meeting someone in the workplace relationship, new and confident beginnings in the workplace, something changed about your career or work that made you find happiness again within that. Um, maybe it's within your current job or maybe you decide to step out and try something new. And I wonder how many of you, this is just like throwing this out there, are going to start beauty school. <laughs> I don't know, because you got a new beginning and then with Aquarius risings and then it's happening in the 10th house and and Venus is there in the career. I'm like, I was writing these notes. I'm like, I wonder if a few of you, I'm going to put that on TikTok to find out how many people are are going to start beauty schools very soon. As you know, if you some of you might know or not know that I am also a hairstylist. So I'm rooting for people to take that path. Now, Leo Rising's fourth house. So if you had a previous family battle or an argument, this might be your quote unquote makeup time. Um, you might have bought a house or was given something. Maybe a family member gave you a house or gave you like a family heirloom. Um, or maybe you're moving back in with a partner or back in with a family member, but it's to make a positive change. Like if you're moving back in with your mom, it's because you need to save money to pay off debt. So the move, you know, it might be inconvenient or a restart, but it's actually going to be very beneficial in the end. Whew. Now, follow me on TikTok, like I said, for this coming week, how I see this play out for people or myself the rest of the week. And I'm sure next week's episode, I will have a story. Now, Mercury trine Mars, which is happening on, what day is that happening on? Let me look. I think it's on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Mercury will be trine Mars. So it's sort of, Mercury is now hitting what Venus and the sun hit last week. So we experienced some things and now Mercury's coming in, you know, Mercury, the planet of mind and communication, bringing us messages, um, bringing us messages to that we need to hear for ourselves, maybe to tell other people, maybe, you know, we can implement the change mentally that we learned from last week. Mercury trine Mars. So we're naturally going to make sharper decisions, even though Mer Mars is slowing down, getting ready to retrograde next week. Um, smarter, slower decisions. So even more sharp decisions, because normally Mars is fast, 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 next, 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 but it's slowing down. And again, it's in Gemini, so that's why I say making decisions. Now you're making sharper, smart decisions. Um, thinking out and then speaking out your truths. Uh, you might be getting a message or receiving a message from someone or something that happened over the last, last week, Sun and Venus. And positive results to a previous fight or argument. As I'm saying that, I'm like going back to last week. <laughs> I didn't even put that when I did the notes. I'm thinking, huh, I wonder if I'll find out a positive result from my little bit of an argument I had of the woman taking pictures and videos of our kids in the town. Jupiter moving back into Pisces. Now, guys, this is going to be the last time Jupiter enters Pisces for another 12 years. This was a great place for Jupiter to be in. It's traditionally, you know, it's it's one of the rules, Pisces, traditionally. And yes, it's at the end. So there's a little bit at uh, the end of the Zodiac, a little bit of a sense of um, 
shadow, you know, of swimming, of being lost. However, with Jupiter being there, you're also going to be found. So Jupiter might have been lost, yet it's lost in this world of of who they of like who are we truly? Who are we? What do we want? Where do we want to grow positively? And that could have gone up and down since Jupiter first entered Pisces in May of 2021. But now we kind of found ourselves. And so Jupiter is re-entering Pisces with a fresh new sense of wisdom, self-growth, you know, intimacy, a newfound belief in yourself and a newfound belief in what's happening around you, growth and abundance. You know, I find this with Pisces placements. Again, as a Virgo uh, rising, Pisces is in, uh, I have a Virgo rising, Virgo moon, then in Pisces is my opposite, in my seventh house, and I got Mars there. So I attract a lot of Pisces, and I and I have a lot of Pisces relationships. And y'all don't ever take anything I ever say, like never. You always argue it, or maybe you take it in, and then you got to learn the hard way months later, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess maybe you were right. <laughs> so, however, I have... Three over the last couple, last month or so, as Jupiter's getting ready to start retrograding and getting back into Pisces, Pisces in my life who were like open to my wisdom and to my suggestions of how to make their life better or how to find happiness or where they're going wrong. And these are three really strong, pivotal relationships. And I'm like, I'm looking at them like, what? I've known you my whole life, you my whole life, and you for over a decade. And now you're you're actually agreeing with me? You're like, oh my God, yeah, you know what? You're right, Colleen. I'm going to make that change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Thank you. And, and like being very open to spiritual suggestions. That has been a nice change. And I was really, okay, that's Jupiter getting back to Pisces. So again, we're all going to have this fresh new wisdom. Now, if you want to know where in your life you're going to have this fresh new wisdom, Go to where Jupiter is in your chart and what houses does Pisces, where, what houses are Pisces and Sagittarius? Where are those two houses? That is going to be where you have the new wisdom, the new growth, the self-growth, a newfound belief, a newfound understanding. <sighs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> and And so I want to know, I'm curious, let me know, how is your Jupiter going to come to completion? And what has grown for you since May of 2021? Um, I feel like, and also this is just like a side note I was thinking about, our opposite sign. So for your rise, every sign has an opposite. So your most personal opposite is going to be the seventh house because it's naturally you opposite others. And for me, I've noticed that at first when it's the opposite, I like... I get annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like annoyed with that person once right away. And then they almost always grow on me very fast. Almost always. If they weren't these instant sort of karmic Pisces relationships I've had in my whole life. And I come across a lot of Pisces and at first they annoy the shit out of me. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I like you. I actually like you a lot. You grow on me. Why well, to get beyond like the opposite shit that annoys me. And then there's some deep stuff there that I really like. Ah, this is going to be some good vibes. I think this is a good week to have before we enter Mars retrograde. Like I said, I'm not looking forward to Mars retrograde at all. 
I would say it's the retrograde I've had like least amount of case studies for. I started, this will be my third one where I've actually been practicing because it's every two years. So two years ago was intense. The year, two years before that, I guess would have been 2018. Um, yeah, 2018. That was the first one I really started paying attention like in detail to Mars retrograde. And this will be really the third one. So each one was hard. That that said, The one couple years ago was very hard. So this week we'll have, again, a restart to our wisdom, to our self-growth, to our happiness, to our enjoyment, to basically building up our toolbox to handle the shit that Mars retrograde is going to bring. So we're building up our belief, our self-esteem, our growth, our spiritual wisdom, so we can really master Mars retrograde. Whew. This was a good episode, guys. Thank you again. If you have any comments, questions, um, the best way to support this podcast is to rate, subscribe, review, send this to your friends, post on social media. I'm so grateful for those of you who continue to do that every week. I love you guys and have a good eclipse. Let us all begin eclipse season. Love you all. Goodbye.